You are now watching KITV. Hello and welcome to Kingdom Inside. This is uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles. I hope you've been watching the programs and you've been enjoying them. And I want to hear from you. Uh, write to me, please, uh, so that you, uh, you know, we can communicate. I want to know how the Word of God has been inspiring you on Kingdom Inside. So write to us, Life at Kazumba Charles, because we want to hear your testimony. And today I bring you another word that is going to inspire you. Now, my title for today is, How Can I Have a Breakthrough? We all desire to have a breakthrough in life. You may be praying for, uh, uh, for, 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 for many things. You may be praying for God to come through in your life. You may be desiring for God to, to change some things in your life. Or specifically for God to give you, you know, uh, 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 healing for God to restore your life or to give you a job. Uh, some, some of you are praying for marriages, uh, for marriages to be restored. And there are so many of you that are praying for God to use you. But how do you have a breakthrough in your life? How do you step into that which you desire or that which God has spoken in your life so that you step into it and you begin doing it. Many of us have ideas, so many ideas. Uh, I know churches are very good at this. We have so many ideas and we bring up these ideas, but two days or three months down the line, we drop them down. Uh, uh, now the question is, did God change when he gave you those ideas? Absolutely not. It's because we find the going getting tough. And uh, many people have ideas ideas and they want to do something until they hit obstacles or things along the way. How do you have a breakthrough and pass through that or pull through that? You see, as an athlete, uh, uh, many years as a young man, uh, I desired to play soccer. And you find that there is a lot of uh, competition in soccer. You got to keep up in order to even feature on the team. Now, those are some of the obstacles, and we're living in the world where things have, uh, have changed. Meaning, there are so many people who are trying to do what you are desiring right now. But how can you have a breakthrough? How can you be unique and uh, have a breakthrough in life? That's the word I want to bring to you. Because you are there seated saying, uh, I, I want a breakthrough in my education. I want a breakthrough in all the areas of the life. I want to show you the secret on how you can have a supernatural breakthrough in life. How you can let God work on your behalf. How you can let God do things in your life that people when they look they'll ask who did this for you and you will say my God did it. I want to take you to a verse uh, uh, Exodus uh, chapter, chapter 33 here. 
uh, Exodus 33, verse 12 to 15. It's a, a very, very interesting uh, passage I've preached uh, uh, at conferences with this scripture. But I want to point out something to you. Here is Moses now, is speaking to God. This is when God has told Moses, uh, uh, lead my people, take my people, and lead them into the promised land. But Moses knew something that was very, very important. First, we know, um, as you read the scriptures before, God is not happy with the children of Israel, so he is mad and is telling Moses, lead these people. But Moses understands that I can't lead these people without God himself going with me. You get that? Without God himself going with me. Two, God is not pleased with us right now. So I'm not just going to go. I need him to go with me. So now look at this. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up the people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Moreover, you have said, I have known you by name, and you have also found favor in my sight. Now, here is what is very interesting. Uh, Moses tells God to say, hey, I know you, you say you, you, I have found favor in you, and you know my name. For most of us, we would settle right there. We would uh, settle right there and say, wow, God knows my name. Uh, I have found favor in God. Let me start off and go and do what I need to do. But wait a minute. Moses knows that you can be known by God, but if God doesn't go with you to a place, you are going to lose. So there is a difference between being known and uh, the one who knows you to go with you. You get the point there. So Moses knows, he says, oh, I have found favor. It's a good thing to find the Lord's favor. But you know, when you face the challenges and the battles, favor will not fight for you. Favor won't fight for you. Unless God is there with you, then he will be the one to fight for you. So Moses had that idea. Thank you, you know my name. And thank you, I have found favor. But I want the real deal. I want God himself. Here it continues. Now, therefore, I pray you, this is Moses still, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I may know you so that I may find favor in your side. Consider too that this nation is your people. knew it was God's presence among them that set them apart from all other nations. Moses knew without God it was going to be very difficult to lead even these uh, stubborn, God called them stiff-necked people. 
you got to understand so Moses uh, 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 he knew that I can't just take off right now without the presence of God and the same is true with you and me first of all let me right away tell you this you can't have a breakthrough without the presence of God in your life that's why people may have degrees may have PhDs but they fail to get a job why because the presence of God or God is not present in their lives at that time so you got to understand what distinguishes us what distinguishes you as a believer is not your religious activities it is the presence of God in you we're gonna get to that in the minute so Moses knew that the only thing that sets them apart from non-believers is what is God's presence with them. So meaning God had to lead them, God had to guide them, and God had to do what? To help them out. The presence of God, why is the presence of God so important in our lives? The presence of God is what drives every fear and it drives confusion away. Because when God is present, he gives you the direction and the words that you and I ought to go. So you can never have a breakthrough without the presence of God. You may know the words of God. You may know the Word of God. You may be very active in your church. But if you don't know how to connect or to let the grace of God work through you to connect you to His presence, things become very, very difficult. Why do we feel depressed, for example? All of a sudden, you know, I was worshiping and everything was going well, and then I just feel depressed. Let me tell you something. It's the absence of the presence of God. When God is absent in our lives, or when we feel God isn't with us, we become fearful. We become so fearful. Why? Because we don't have somebody to stand with us. And God today wants to stand with you in your your situation in your request in your desire but you got to understand how to let the grace of God connect you to the presence of God because when you are connected to the presence of God you will be led by the Spirit of God and when you are led by the Spirit of God you will be shown the way to go and the path to follow let's continue here Psalms 20 verse 7. Let, um, uh, what does it say? We will trust in the manifest presence of the Lord. We will trust in the manifest presence of the Lord. We don't trust in our abilities. We don't trust in our giftings. We don't trust in the things that we possess. We trust in the manifest presence of God. A breakthrough or a supernatural breakthrough 
comes when you trust in the manifest presence of God. You allow the presence of God to take you from one place to another. Now I know you are asking, how can I do that? This has got nothing to do with uh, being religious and uh, you know just feeling the goosebumps and falling on the on the on the floor like we see today. Let me tell you this: even revival, revival isn't just shaking. We see people shaking. Yes, you may shake, but that is not the purpose of revival. God cannot just show up and then just let people shake and shake and shake and then you go home and you are the same. That is not the purpose. Revival is simply this. Revival is when the presence of God takes residence in your heart and you begin to recognize God in every way of your life and you respond by doing that which the Bible says to do. So re revival is not about feelings, but if you look in the history, we've, we've made it a feeling. That's why we see it comes and it goes. But true revival does not come and does not go. Revival must be still be there because it is a transformation it is a reformation it is the raise this presence of God that comes to dwell among us God answered Moses how did he answer Moses when Moses was requesting him here's what God says my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest the Hebrew word for rest here means uh, comfortable peaceful and confidence meaning when the presence of God shows up you become comfortable you become peaceful there is race there is no panicking why because you know who is standing with you you know who is fighting for you you know who is the one who goes before you and then the other thing that comes when there is the presence of God in your life is the confidence you see, when you have this confidence, the confidence isn't in who or what you do. Confidence is in who God is and in what he does. You know, you can never have true confidence away from God. Because when you put your confidence in God and your trust in God, God begins to do things on your behalf. So God was simply saying this to Moses, no matter what the battles or trials you face, you will always be able to find a quiet rest and confidence in me. Remember, they are about to go into the wilderness and God says, I will give you rest. Meaning, no matter what you do as you go through the wilderness into the promised land, you're going to find some challenges, but as long as my presence is there, I will make you comfortable, I will give you the confidence, and I will give you rest. Many people don't have rest. It is the 
peaceful race that we don't have. And God wants to restore that. He restores that by coming into our lives as the omni present God. Look, when you are in Christ, it doesn't mean that things are all good. It doesn't mean that things are all super good. Just because I'm a Christian or a preacher doesn't mean that everything is going on well because we know the devil wants to fight the purpose of God in our lives. So because you are a Christian, you will find some struggles. But here is the difference that makes a difference. That makes Christianity so beautiful. It is knowing, having the assurance of knowing that as I go through the valley or the shadow of death, there is nothing that will do harm to me. Why? Because my God is watching over me. He's my protector. He's my provider. We face challenges, but in those challenges, we know on whom we stand. We stand on God. We don't stand in the situation that we see. We know our God is going to provide. So when you have the presence of God, it makes a difference. And I can assure you, when you have the presence of God, you begin to have the confidence of doing what God has called you to do or becoming who you're supposed to be. Too many people don't have the confidence in the presence of God because they don't know how to walk with the presence of God and they don't know how to let the presence of God consume them. They try by just rolling on the carpet, but that's not the purpose. The presence of God comes to release us to have the confidence and the, and the peace and the, the ability of knowing our God is with us. So how do you, you know, get the presence of God? How do you draw near to the presence of God? If that's the question you are asking, how do I draw near to the presence of God? Well, let me take you to the book of James. James chapter 4 verse 8. What does it say? Draw near to God. When you draw near to God, God will draw near to you. It says this, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. When we draw near near to God, when we draw near to God either in prayer, when we draw near to God either by studying the word of God, God draws near to us. We draw our heart towards him. God draws his heart towards us. Now this causes us to experience what I'm talking about, the tangible presence of God. To experience or walk in the power of the supernatural God or supernatural presence of God, we must draw near to God. Another point here, how do I walk in the presence of God? How do I draw to God? The Bible says like this, call upon God in truth. Just call upon God in truth. Psalms 145 verse 18 to 19. It says this, The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of those who fear him. He, he also will hear their cry and serve them. Listen to me. 
we draw near to the supernatural power of God by calling on the name of God. We call on the name of God. And then the number three point that I want to give you quickly here, how do I draw near to the presence of God? How do I walk in the supernatural power of God? It's very simple. Seek God himself. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. And Psalm 16 verse 11 says this, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalms 51 verse 10 to 11. It says this, this is David. David now knows he has sinned before God but he knows what is so important in his life. That's why God would turn and say David was an apple of his eye. Because if you look at David's life here, David should never have been the apple of God's eye. He had committed adultery and he had committed murder on top of that. But here is David's heart and David's secret that he had to an extent that God was pleased with him. In Psalms 51 verse 10 to 11, what does David say? He says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your praises and take not your Holy Spirit from me. You see, David knew if God was to take his praises away from him, it was going to be difficult. The same thing with you and I. We can't function without the presence of God. We can't function without the presence of God. We can't have a breakthrough in life without God being praised in our lives and God has made himself available you see Jesus when he died on the cross not only did he die for sin alone you know for our sin he died for something else special I don't know if you know about that the reason and the purpose for him to die for our sin was for one purpose that I'm gonna reveal to you here because many people think that we, Jesus just died for our sins and therefore it is done and it is finished. No, what Jesus was doing in his death was to die for the sin because that sin had separated us from where? From the presence of God. Sin was a barrier that was barricading us away from the presence of God. So when Jesus died on the cross, you know what he did? He restored the praises of God back into your life, back into my life. You are now watching
when Jesus died, he was opening up the doors for you and me to reconnect back to our Father in heaven, God. You know, in those days, people had to go to a certain person in a booth to confess their sins. Now it's totally different. Jesus opened up the door to the Father. You can go to Jesus or to God on your knees to say, God, forgive my sins. God, cleanse my sins. Oh God, provide for me. And God will definitely do just like that. So when, uh, when, uh, when, when we talk about Jesus dying on the cross, he was dying to restore the presence of God that was uh, polluted by sin. This is why, brothers and sisters, if you are not in Christ and you don't know God and you are live, not living for God, what has happened is that the, your ability to hear the voice of God or your ability to walk in the power of God has been polluted by sin. Sin is uh, a very, very bad thing that could have happened to mankind because what it did was it came to separate mankind away from the Holy God. Now, we are so thankful for the grace of God because uh, through the grace of God, God again, it's like he put a bridge again through Jesus Christ to have that bridge we can walk back to our our Father with confidence with a peaceful mind, knowing he's not going to judge us. He has died for our sins and he has restored us. So you got to understand something here. What makes us different is the presence of God. Uh, Moses, he went into the depth and he told uh, God to say, what separates us or what sets us apart is the presence of God, is you God. What makes you and me unique as believers in Christ, he's the presence of God. We need the presence of God. And when we talk about the presence of God, we are talking about an awareness of who God is, an awareness of what the Word of God says, an awareness of where God wants to take us. You can't live a, a life of breakthroughs without God. My question to you is, who is fighting for you? Who do you have when the going gets tough? There are people who have, uh, you know, who have some people that they may call when things are not going well. Well, those people have got a limitation, but we know who to call who doesn't have any limitation. His name is Yahweh. His name is El Shaddai. His name is Elohim, Hadonai, the God who, who is all-powerful. Listen, my brothers, with the presence of God, knowing the presence of God is something that makes us confident to face tomorrow. Things may not be going well with you. Things may not be going too well right now, but I want to encourage you, tend to God, because with the presence of God, you are an overcomer. In God alone, you are an overcomer. You are not defined by what you are going through right now. You are defined by the God who cleansed you, the God who sent his son to die for you so that you can be opened up back to the 
presence of God. God's presence is available to you today. God's presence is available to you today. His grace has made the presence of God so available such that you and me can walk in His hands. I just want to pray with you to declare the presence of God. Say, Dear Jesus, I surrender to you. I surrender my life to you. Forgive my sins. Forgive my sins. Cleanse me in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, what that does is that it restores your confidence back into the God that died for you. I'm so excited you've been uh, watching Kingdom Inside and I want to hear your testimony. Share with me your life story. I'll be praying for you. I'll be standing with you on the word. We will look together to the word of God. It's, it's important to have people that can pray with you and pray for you. So they on the screen. Write to us live at kazumbachows.com. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord continue to watch over you as you pursue in the interests of the kingdom of God. May you be blessed forever. Shalom, shalom. You have been watching Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. My prayer and hope for you today is that you have grasped everything that you can from the speakers that have poured into your life today. I want to promote Dr. Kazumba Charles' new book. It's called Discovering the Power of God in You. He is an amazing man with an amazing spiritual insight into the power of God. I pray that you pick up this book and that it impacts your life. Thank you for watching.